Welcome to the Homeschool Sanity Show, your weekly prescription for happier, healthier homeschool living. I'm your host, Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschooling mother of six. Hey, homeschoolers. I frequently hear this worry from homeschoolers I talk with at the great homeschool conventions. I don't know if I'm doing enough. In a time when homeschoolers have an abundance of curriculum options for teaching their children and an abundance of philosophies of education to consider, it's no wonder that many homeschoolers are concerned they are doing too little. I'll address this concern with ways to know if you're doing enough in just a moment. But first, I would love to invite you to join Homeschool Sanity Circle on Facebook. This is the perfect group for new homeschoolers who have all sorts of worries like these. It's also a fantastic place to build friendships, no matter where you are in your homeschooling journey. Find us at facebook.com slash groups slash homeschool sanity circle. I'm looking forward to getting to know you there. I would like to thank my sponsor for this episode, Seven Sisters Homeschool. Hello, homeschool friends. Sabrina here from sevensistershomeschool.com. Have you met your homeschooling big sisters yet? Please allow me to perform introductions. Allison, Kim, Marilyn, Vicki, Sarah, and I all live in the same general area and worked and played together over the 20-plus years that we spent homeschooling our children through high school graduation. In 2010, we launched SevenSistersHomeschool.com, and since then, the six of us veteran homeschool mamas have been delighted to meet so many of you, our Seventh Sisters. You can find us on the blog at SevenSistersHomeschool.com, on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram, including the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group, where we chat about the fun and the tough homeschool stuff, and where I offer Facebook Lives every week. You can find us on the Homeschool High School podcast and in one-on-one coaching appointments to help moms find the just right curriculum and the homeschool style for their unique family, because there's not one right way to homeschool. We create some pretty fabulous curriculum, if I may be so bold. Seven Sisters ebook curriculum. What makes it distinctive? Our curriculum creation flowed out of our own homeschooling experiences, meeting needs that we had encountered when we homeschooled our own kids or co-opt with kids in our community. We wanted to offer ebooks that would be adaptable to your family's needs in any given year, to offer brain-engaging courses that your teen will like to study and to offer texts that never insult your student with busy work or overkill. So, what kinds of courses do we have in the bookstore at sevensistershomeschool.com? High school electives, in particular, hard to find from a Christian worldview. Career exploration, perhaps one of the single most important areas of study for teenagers. Literature study guides for literary analysis, building critical thinking skills in readers of all types. Essay writing, research writing, creative writing, and professional writing instruction that coaches teens to build solid skills for using written words well to communicate with others. And coming fall 2019, because so many homeschool parents were asking for it, high school health for the whole person. You need a health credit on the high school transcript, but the texts that we have found are typically kind of lame, you know, Uh, or they're dry and stuffy. 
or preachy and condescending in tone. We wanted to give teens a user-friendly text for learning to manage their God-given health with spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, social, and safety skills. High school health for the whole person is a not-preachy, no-busy-work, understandable text that average teens can enjoy and honors-level teens can use to build rigorous credits in meaningful, individualized ways. And it's a course that helps them prepare for real life after high school graduation. One title that can easily be adapted for use at different levels, average, college prep, or honors, according to the need in any given year, well, that's a distinctive of all Seven Sisters curriculum. Easy to apply instructions for using the same piece of curriculum at any of several levels of rigor appear right on the first few pages of your PDF download. High School Health for the Whole Person from Seven Sisters is a one-credit, 30-week course broken into two sections, physical health and mental and emotional health, which includes spiritual, social, and safety health skills. Learn more by visiting sevensistershomeschool.com and typing health into the search bar on the blog page. For a different way to teach literature analysis, consider Cinema Studies for Literature Learning, one year's worth of study guides designed to build skills in teens who struggle with reading. Each guide analyzes the story and characters in a movie rather than in a book. Good writing in a movie offers wonderful opportunities to explore plot arcs, character development, symbols, foreshadowing, and all of the other literary devices that set excellent writing apart from the rest. Yes, teens still need to read real books, but for some students, the reading process itself is challenging enough. Using a movie to practice literary analysis is more effective. Our second bundle of Cinema Studies guides, called Cinema Studies The Sequel, will be released in fall 2019 because moms asked for it. High school electives, health and career exploration, reading and writing that stimulate real thinking. Curriculum titles that can be easily adapted to fit a variety of students' needs and that refuse to insult teens with busy work. All in ebook format that you can print if you prefer paper to keep the cost low for a family's homeschool budget. That's curriculum from sevensistershomeschool.com. Now for this week's topic. How do you know if you're doing enough in your homeschool? The first way to know if you're doing enough in your homeschool is to compare your plans with your state or charter school's policies. Many homeschoolers are surprised to learn how few guidelines there really are for what to teach. I recommend that you visit hslda.org or the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. This website lists homeschooling laws by state and also has curriculum guidelines for high schoolers, another area that causes homeschoolers a great deal of anxiety. If you are doing what the laws or guidelines suggest, you can take a deep breath and relax. The standards set by others are typically much lower than the standards we set for ourselves. I am not suggesting that we do the least amount possible. We want our kids to have a rich, quality education. But neither am I suggesting that we should do every subject and use multiple curricula and classes to teach these subjects. 
I am here to promote homeschool sanity, and that's the quickest way to the homeschool loony bin. Instead, use the standards to reassure yourself that you are, in fact, doing enough. The second way to know if you're doing enough is to consider the number of hours appropriate for homeschooling for the age of your child. RaisingArrows.net says that formal homeschooling takes 30 to 45 minutes for kindergarten and first grade, one and a half to two hours for second to fourth grade, two to four hours for fifth and sixth grade, and four plus hours for seventh grade and up. That doesn't sound like a lot, does it? My state requires 1,000 hours of instruction. Let's have a reasonable view of what that means. It does not mean that I must stand at my whiteboard lecturing for a thousand hours a year. Public school teachers are not held to that standard. In fact, public schools operate a bit more like I did when I practiced as a clinical psychologist. A counseling hour was really 45 minutes, with 10 minutes of that taken up with greetings and goodbyes. Traditional school students spend time using the restroom, walking the hallway, staring out the window. You get the idea. We also have an advantage over traditional teachers in that we can count many informal activities as educational hours. Have your kids help you make dinner. And if you're teaching as you go, you have life skills hours. When your child is reading the manual to understand a new game or toy that's been purchased, you have reading time. If you're balking at the suggestion that reading manuals counts as educational time, know that Common Core Standards introduced the idea that this type of reading was valuable for students. I agree, but I don't think it should replace literature. As homeschoolers, it certainly doesn't have to. I homeschooled for many years before I understood that educational hours did not always have to involve me. Kids can read and work independently. They can take classes, participate in extracurricular activities, and even help teach siblings. Begin to expand your definition of education, and you will be more confident that you're doing enough. The third way you can know you're doing enough is if you are spending time developing key skills. My previous point may have had you thinking about unschooling. If you're interested in unschooling, I recommend my interview with Carla Marie Williams. I will link to it in the show notes. No matter how strictly you adhere to the unschooling philosophy, I believe it's critical that we spend time developing key skills. Even if you don't think your child needs to learn handwriting until middle school, grandma may believe otherwise and give you a hard time. Your child may be thoroughly embarrassed if she doesn't know her math facts while playing a game with friends. And while many children develop the ability to read later, it is critical that we spend time developing phonics and fluid reading skills in our students. You may choose to develop reading, handwriting, and math knowledge in whichever way you wish. Have your child use games to learn phonics. Use online programs like Starfall for reading. 
or use a book like Learn to Read in 100 Easy Lessons. Whatever you choose, reading instruction is not optional, in my opinion. Handwriting, too, is an essential skill. I've learned over the years of homeschooling five boys that slow handwriting results in reluctance to do any type of seat work. In fact, even math homework can be a struggle if kids aren't able to write their numerals quickly. Choose the handwriting approach that works for you. Teach your kids to form the letters by writing in Cool Whip. Use the handwriting app on your iPad. Or use formal curriculum like Handwriting Without Tears. Whatever you do, have your child practice for short periods and consistently. The next area that I believe is critical for our students to learn is math facts. Some homeschoolers have told me that they don't believe learning math facts is important in the age of calculators. I couldn't disagree more. Have you ever made a mistake with calculators? I do it all the time. When I'm totaling my sales at conventions and I get that I had $300,000 in sales, I am not hooting and hollering. Instead, I groan and know that I have to recalculate. If your kids don't know math facts, higher level math will be impossible. Without memorizing basic math facts, your child will be that cashier who panics when the cash register doesn't tell her how much change to give you back. Again, you choose how to have your child master math facts. Use flashcards, stories, games, or competition to complete math fact quizzes in a short period of time as is taught by Learn Math Fast. But make the acquisition of math facts a priority in your homeschool. The fourth way to know if you're doing enough is you are covering subject areas like social studies, science, and fine arts at least every other year. One of the mistakes I made as a beginning homeschooler is I thought I had to teach every conceivable subject every year. That is a recipe for homeschool burnout. Public schools do not teach calligraphy, map memorization, and astronomy in addition to all the core subjects they have to cover to meet standards. If you want to study one or more of these things, make room for it in your homeschool schedule. I love history, but I didn't realize that I was not required to teach it every single year. The same with science. These subjects and even fine arts will be a part of your homeschool education even if they are not a specific focus. Field trips we have taken almost always incorporate history. My kids did science experiments of their own for fun. In the YouTube age, that's even more likely. And art and music appreciation can be incorporated into a fun Friday rather than being a specific course. I know, I know, I want to do it all too. And we can do a lot. Just not all this year. Just not all this week. If you're struggling to determine which curriculum to use, I recommend that you listen to the episode I did on curriculum paralysis. You'll find the link in the show notes. The fifth way to know you're doing enough is that you and your kids are reading a lot. 
Reading is the gold standard for education. In truth, we can teach our kids all the other subject areas with reading alone. Sure, mapping, experiments, and writing are important too, but primary education is to be found in books. I learned best by reading. In fact, my teen son asked me while I was cutting his hair how I had learned to cut hair. I explained that I found a very old book at a used book sale, and that was all I needed. If your child is not a verbal learner, audiobooks can be a huge help. I've spoken before about the benefits of audiobooks and reading aloud for building vocabulary. I will put a link to that episode in the show notes as well. If you are in a challenging time in your homeschool because you're pregnant, traveling, or caring for an ill family member, focus on reading. It will be enough. The final way to know you're doing enough is to talk to veteran homeschoolers. I laughed so hard when my new homeschooling friend was worried that her son wasn't willing to follow her plan. Of course he wasn't. It was too much, and I told her so. Sure, there are homeschoolers online who present their homeschools as though they're reading a novel or two aloud to their family each day, reenacting a new war every week, and building a life-sized model of the ark this month. But most homeschoolers will be honest about what they are able to accomplish. I trust the members of the Homeschool Sanity Circle on Facebook to be real with you. They will read your plan and will tell you if you're doing enough or more likely if you're trying to take on too much. Find these amazing but real moms at facebook.com slash groups slash homeschool sanity circle. In conclusion, if you are following your state's or charter school's guidelines, spending a reasonable number of hours on school for your kids' ages, teaching key skills, covering other subject areas at least every other year, reading a lot, and you've gotten the green light from veteran homeschoolers, you can rest assured that you're doing enough. Thanks again to Seven Sisters Homeschool for sponsoring the podcast. Find the links to everything I've mentioned at homeschoolsanity.com enough. Join me next time when we discuss how to trust God with our parents. Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me for the Homeschool Sanity Show. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.